Hello, 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 friends. My name is Milan. And in this video, I'm going to talk about inclusivity in business. Now, we live in a preposterous world, right? Did you, for instance, know that if you are born an LGBTQ female, your chance of making it into leadership positions, such as being a vice president or a partner, it's almost 10 times smaller than if you are born an average person? Or did you, for instance, know that if you're a Latina female, you're earning on average 50% less than a white male? If you want to understand why we live in this awful world and why is it the business necessity to fix this, this balance, this non-inclusion, listen up and I promise you that at the end of this video, you will have a rock-solid argument that you can share with your boss, with your friends, and whoever else doesn't feel like inclusion is a necessity in 21st century business. So in this video, I'm essentially going to talk about three things. Number one, how bad is really the discrimination in the 21st century society? Number two, why are these things happening? And number three, why is it a business necessity to fix them? Why does it create more value to have an inclusive company as opposed to non-inclusive company? So look, I'm a data guy. I'm finishing my AI diploma in Oxford. I have a data-driven company that I manage. I have uh, multiple diplomas in mathematics and IT. So I'm going to lead this by showing you numbers. So first point how bad is discrimination in the workplace? And I'm going to borrow a study from McKinsey & Company, my former employer, that are well known for creating fantastic comprehensive insights into interesting topics. And one of them is the discrimination in the workplace. So what they did is that they took the entirety of the leadership group, right? So they took um, vice presidents, presidents, partners, C-levels, whoever else, and they looked at how many, what is the percentage of people who are female and LGBTQ? And they found out there's roughly 0.6%. Now, take this number and compare it with number of LGBTQ females in the general population, which is 5.1%. And you get something horrible, essentially, right? So what does it mean? is that if you are an LGBTQ female, your chances getting all the way into the leadership position are roughly 10 times smaller than an average person has. Talk about privilege. That's a major discrimination. So it turns out that the two minorities that you belong into, one female, second LGBTQ, slow you down over the career progress so much that at the end, only 10% of people makes it, or maybe slightly more, as compared to a general person in the population. And it's not just LGBTQ women, right? I'm going to borrow a Brookings Institute study, which this is a famous one, right? So they looked at how many cents do different parts of society make per dollar that a white male earns. So first, female, they earn 21% less. So 79 cents per dollar, right? If you're a black female, you earn 36% less. And if you are a Latina female, you earn half. Think about it. It's awful. 
they put in the same hours. They sacrifice the time with their family and friends. They put in the same effort. Just because of something that I didn't choose, of being born as a female and a person of color, then half of the money. And these are the money that they, you know, spend on themselves, on their families. It creates this snowball of being underprivileged in the society. Which brings me to my second point. Why is this happening? Why are we so bad? As as many things in uh, human psychology, this sort of reduces back to two theories. Is it nature or is it nurture? So very quickly, the nature part says we are Darwinistically developed not to trust things that are different than us. Essentially, we are xenophobic. And it claims that we have this deeply rooted thing that was created over the millions of years that we were <laughs> walking from being a monkey to being a homo sapiens. The other theory says it's nurture. It's a society thing. We are in the societies that used to be heavily racistic, that used to heavily support the ideas of different is bad. And we still have it here. So our generation grew up in a society that still had the resemblances of this. So naturally we are like this. And it's not like it's conscious, right? It's not like people of my generation, or most of them at least, choose to actively discriminate people of color. It's a subconscious. You have a little bit less sympathies. You trust a little bit less. Are things that are sort of involuntary, but they are there. But the bottom line is, it doesn't matter what it is. It creates fundamental unfairness in the society. And on top of it, which brings me to my third point that I advertised, it reduces the value that you are able to create in a business if you are a business leader. And again, don't take my word for it. I'm just a guy in a jumper. Look at the data. I will show you two studies. Number one, Harvard Journal claims that there are three reasons why inclusion is a good thing in business. Number one, talent retention. I mean, everybody who runs a company knows that getting a good talent and keeping a good talent is one of the key success indicators. And it turns out that if your company is non-inclusive, 72% of the responders that they made their study on said that they would not work for a non-inclusive company. Why is that? I mean, I'm a gay man. I would never work for a non-inclusive company. Why would I work for someone who claims that I'm a second-class human being, right? But it's not just like the direct parts of the LGBTQ community. Hell, if you have a friend or a family member that is LGBTQ, this would probably also bug you quite a bit. So talent retention, a problem if you are non-inclusive. Second, which I suspect might be the most potential for the pragmatics listening to this, Purchase potential. 71% of LGBTQ people claimed that they are less likely to purchase for brands that are non-inclusive. This segment has $3.7 trillion purchase power. That's a lot of money. The inclusion is no longer just this nice badge that you slap on your team and say, oh, we are inclusive. It's a serious business risk. If you have an inclusivity oopsie, that goes viral, you might lose your growth for this year quite easily. It's a serious thing that needs to be protected deeply implementing the culture if you want to mitigate this risk. And last but not least, diversity produces better innovation and better results. I'm going to borrow a really nice study from Stanford, 
which is the super cool thing, right? So they took different research groups and compared the ones that were gender homogenic. So there were, for instance, only males there, only male scientists, and gender heterogenic. So, you know, males and females combined. And they found out that the studies that were produced by the heterogenic group, so by the inclusive group, got better results. They got more cited. They were better ranked than average. They passed the peer review process quicker. If you really think about it, this makes sense, right? I have it in my own company. So we are a very diverse bunch. Like I'm a gay man from Oxford, from Eastern Europe. We have people from um, Asia. We have people from Belarus. We have people from Philippines. We have females, males, LGBTQ straight. We are a very mixed bunch. By design, by the way. When I became CEO, it wasn't like this. And when we problem solve, when we brainstorm, there are people from different backgrounds that bring different perspectives, which gives me more opinions on the table that I can work with. It's super helpful to work with people who are different from you because they will bring different skill sets, different opinions, different knowledge to the table, which at the end usually produces better results. And Stanford thinks so as well. So look, if you are a responsible business leader, you make this one of your priorities. Because if you are not making it one of your priorities, you are leaving value at the table, which is a shame essentially, right? And with that, I think that's the end of this video. I'm just going to remind you to share and subscribe. Maybe share this with your manager <laughs> to explain to him or her why they are leaving significant value on the table if they are not taking inclusion one of their priorities. And see you next time.